AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It's like my wife who thinks we could get to the restaurant when I'm like, our reservation's in two minutes and no. you're still putting on your makeup. It's like my <laughs> girlfriend who, when she's hungry, she orders food. And I'm like, who did you order for? There's only two of us here. And she orders like six entrees. You're biting yeah. off more than you could chew, my friend. Wow. Grubhub, $87 for lunch. I'm like, you bought everything on the menu. I was hungry. You're promising too and, much. And how about you actually start with something you, you just listed off <laughs> rather than picking something random and just going off on a tangent yeah, for 20 minutes? Yeah, go. Let me tell you about the Chipotle guy. No, all right. Um, I want to talk about creating the narrative because- Then get into it. Michael Malone. Stop teasing us. Michael Malone. If you want to talk about it, talk about it. It's your show. <laughs> Michael Malone was all butthurt the other day. He was. Saying how everyone's talking about LeBron and the Lakers and no one's talking about- Nikola Jokic and Murray and all these great stories. We're the winners, all right? And I got to give Danny G credit. He's still fumbling around with his headphones over there, so I'll give him credit. I won't steal his lines like you do. But Danny G said... Whose line is it anyway? (laughs) Danny G said, why does everybody care about the narrative anyway? All that matters is who's winning. Who cares about the narrative if you're winning? But no one is talking about... The Nuggets going to their first NBA championship. They've been around since 1976 in the NBA. They've been around a long, long time. Bicentennial babies like me. Yeah, so they've been around for a minute. First NBA championship. Yet, the narrative is, what's going on with LeBron James' future? And I bring this up because it's like trying to make a video go viral. It doesn't happen when you just want it to happen. Arbitrarily, some dumb thing you do could be what goes viral. I wanted my Lomachenko robbery video to go viral, and we're at like 40-something thousand views right now. So maybe my wishings came true. 
I know what you're saying, though, Rich. There's no blueprint. Yeah, you some, can't predict what's going to catch eh. and what the public's going to take to and what they're not. Some corporate guy will say, yeah, make it viral, Johnson. And you're like, you can't make something viral. The public. Viral. You know, managers love that buzzword. Like, yeah, and then we'll go viral like it's easy. Yeah, the, the public decides. You don't, don't decide. Make it viral. Now, when you think about what catches, you've talked about this in the past. Some of your favorite TV shows of all time. Urkel wasn't supposed to be the main character of Family Matters. Neither was Alex P. Keaton. Neither was the Fonz. Neither was Neil Patrick Harris, Barney Stinson on How I Met Your Mother. Sometimes a character sort of throws the show for a loop because it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. People are more interested in the the neighbor, uh, Urkel. Who would have thought the public would have liked this? Got any cheese? Did I do that? You had your, You told me your sister had the Urkel doll where you pulled the string. She had the Urkel doll. Do you think people thought Urkel would be the star? Jaleel White? Nobody thought that. I remember another story. We talked Took the to world uh, by storm. We talked to our buddy, and I'll name drop, our pal Josh Gad. One of the last times we talked to him was during COVID. And he tells the story. He was Olaf and Frozen. Disney put all this money and all these resources behind Tangled. Which, by the way, if you got kids, Tangled is a good movie. If you got little daughters, Tangled's little songs running fantastic, around. though. Mandy Moore singing songs. She's great. Tangled's a good movie. But they thought Tangled would be the big hit, and Disney thought Frozen would be like, yeah, sort of a throwaway movie. So they had no merch. There was no Elsa dolls. There was no Olaf stuffed snowmen. They had to scramble because they didn't see that. They didn't see it coming. The point is there's no blueprint. You can't create a narrative. Yeah, you the can't. The public creates You can't the narrative. decide what fans and people are interested in. I said it yesterday. The coach of the Phoenix Mercury was all butthurt that people didn't show up to Brittany Griner's first game. Hey, why is everybody so butthurt is my you, question. You can't decide what people are interested in. So the Denver Nuggets, the coach, everyone can't be mad that people are more concerned about, all right, what now for LeBron? Instead of thinking, well, what's next for the Denver Nuggets? Well, the heat, our most, most likely. Our most viral video has about 15 to 20 million views. You know what it is, Danny J? Probably you talking about spaghetti. Not far off because our second most viewed video is Spot popping pimples on his nose. And the third oh, oh, oh. is Cavino eating a McRib. When the McRib when came the McRib back. Oh, came I've back. seen that. I've yeah. seen that video. I mean, like, how dumb. I mean, we could post, hey, Kavino and Rich, sit down with Tyson Fury to talk about, nah, you know, <laughs> maybe 100,000 views or so. Kavino spit out the McRib. The one with millions of, I'm telling you, 15, 20 million views. We still get a couple dollars here and there. It's nice. I bought my wife a dog. And the video of me surprising her, my wife's laying in bed, and I put the little puppy next to her on the pillow. And the puppy wakes her up and she's like, oh my God, we got a puppy. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yo, if you just search Rich Gives Sarah, <laughs> first thing that pops up, me giving my wife our, little, headache. our little French bulldog. A headache is second. And, <laughs> you know, Ramos. An STD is third. This, come on. <laughs> I, was in, I was in Vegas, Camino. I'm kidding. Um, but Rich Gives Sarah a French bulldog. The video is what, nine years old. My dog's nine. And that video, we thought that was just a video. I, I told our listeners, like, hey, I gave my wife, uh, we got a dog. I put the video up. We never thought that that would have 20 million views. So if you're not following, let me get this right. What you're trying to say, what you're saying is that 
Michael Malone wanted the narrative to be about Jokic and Murray and, the and how great they and how great they are, and everybody knows that. And he publicly came out and was like, "Why is everybody talking about LeBron?" Now it seems to be backfiring because now we're talking about LeBron more than ever after the Nuggets just won. So it seems like even more so that uh, we're talking about LeBron than before. Because actually leading up to it, I think everybody was giving Jokic props. That's what we, that's what we were saying. But now that LeBron seemed a little ho-hum after the loss yesterday, everyone's like, oh, man, is he going to retire? And then LeBron's saying he's still better than 95% of the league. So that becomes the story. I'm looking around on the TVs in here, right? A replay of Speak is on FS1. On the other TV, around the horn. All the sports channels are on the TVs. LeBron is on every TV right now. So is yes, it, guess who's on none? Is it okay to say then, Rich? The Nuggets. And he's right. Is it okay to say that LeBron creates the narrative? LeBron. By just being Does himself? Does he create the blueprint? Because it's true. How did he get into those reruns of Golden Girls? I see he's everywhere, Spot. He's everywhere. I mean, that's the power of... <laughs> LeBron James. I mean, wow. The Nuggets are moving on. What did I miss? The boat rose. <laughs> and you're right. No one's talking about it. So it's almost as if Blanche Michael just Malone. just her eyes at him. I wow. know, right? Blanche. Yeah, Blanche. Stop trying to sleep with LeBron. <laughs> it's almost as if this all backfired on Michael Malone because now everybody actually yeah. is talking about LeBron the day after they just won, which is sort of unfortunate for them. But you know what else is unfortunate for them? That we have to wait until June 1st? That feels like forever right now. I was uh, I was saying this to the NBA Danny. Finals. That's I was saying weak, this to uh, Danny G. I think I mentioned that to Dan Byer as well. I mean, that's talk not to- husky sauce. That's weak sauce. <laughs> so, I think what's interesting is for the people that are hardcore sports. Like we mix it up a lot with you know random conversation, but I'm talking about the podcasts and shows that are straight up like NBA talk, like analytics, like. They're, they have to preview the Nuggets and likely the Heat for a week. Like seven days of Heat Nuggets preview. That to me is like grueling. Imagine if you're like working for NBA radio or TV and it's like, what are we doing for the next eight days? That's like Eduardo Perez trying to extend the baseball game the other day. Oh, uh, did you guys see that at all, Danny? Not to be ADD radio, but that's what I do best. The Mets had a <laughs> Sunday night baseball game. This is funny. And man. it was two hours and six minutes. They you had can, like you uh, can tell that ESPN, they had like fifty four minutes of time. You can tell that ESPN blocked out probably like close to two and a half three hours. They're like Eduardo Perez, Hello, take it away. Uh, it's Eduardo Perez, uh, we have to fill up some airtime, so uh, we welcome the groundskeeper. Uh, how you uh, keep the grass so clean? Like they were just doing anything they could to fill up the time. Eduardo, and that's what the NBA an- analysts have to do f- uh, till June first. Eduardo, what do you think? Uh, if you had to pick uh, your favorite dippings for uh, for chicken tenders, uh, I like the husky sauce, but I also like the Muncie sauce. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like, like barbecue, uh, maybe some honey mustard. I love uh, I love the helmet with the ice cream. <laughs> you know, he was just filling up time, killing time. Because they had 50-something minutes to fill because it was a, a very quick baseball game. That's what the NBA has to do I until know. June 1st. And it's not Luckily, like, we, and get, they, we get to talk nonsense. And I think it was Bo. We were saying in the editing room the other day, or Ethan, I was, I was saying how if it were Lakers-Celtics, you could have spent a week of playing Magic Johnson, Bird highlights, Kobe, Garnett. There's, there's a week of what now? That, which of, is why is LeBron going to retire? Yeah, What's that's LeBron going to do next. And I think what you're getting at, Rich, I, I subscribe to your theory and I believe it. No matter what you do, you cannot, you can create the greatest video 
or you think you have the greatest song or the funniest joke or the the wittiest comeback and clap back on social media. You cannot predict what's going to hit. You cannot create something that's viral just because you think it's great. There's no blueprint to what hits in the world of music, entertainment, social media. The public decides, but then there's a few people out there that do control the narrative, and one of those guys is LeBron James. Yeah, because I, if that you guy know, has, uh, if he's gassy today, you know that's a story. Hey, LeBron James is gassy today. I wonder if it has anything to do with him retiring. Because LeBron is a guy that could create the narrative. Yeah, you and I joked about this back in the day, where LeBron's the type of guy. And Danny, I know you back me up. LeBron, give me the most inconsequential. You know thing. what? I can't even think of many others that that fall into that category other than like Donald Trump or something like LeBron James could tweet right now sandwiches and you're like oh my god he must be investing in some major he must be investing in Jersey Mike's or something he's retiring he's clearly opening a chain of sandwich shops I mean he has to be what does it mean sandwiches it would go viral because he's powerful enough is that a sneak diss at AD because AD uh, doesn't like the same sandwiches (laughs) we would man there must be trouble with the Lakers yeah Yeah, reporters literally run to him the moment some big story is out there to get his two cents on it so again it all backfired on Michael Maloney. He Michael Malone, because he was Michael Maloney's full of baloney. He is full of baloney. <laughs> baloney sandwiches. Because wait, LeBron likes baloney sandwiches. He was all mad that they were talking about the Lakers and not the Nuggets. And now today more than ever we're talking about LeBron and the Lakers well, after they just lost. I don't think you're ever gonna win going up against iconic players of sports. Like No way. It, like, for instance, he's gonna be a rude awakening too if if Miami gets there, because Jimmy Butler has been the talk of everything on that side of the other, you know. Yeah. And so if if Miami gets there and Jimmy Butler goes for like forty five or fifty in that first game, and let's say Denver still wins, they're still probably gonna be like Jimmy Butler stays hot even in loss. Yeah, well, you, you know, know, why, Ramos, you know right. why Ramos too? The public takes a liking to certain things, people, topics, discussions. It's like, remember when remember when ESPN was like Tebow Center? Like, Tebow's one of those guys. People just want to talk about him, even when he's doing nothing. You know, and he's been out of the spotlight for a minute, but no matter what he did, like, he was all over the news. People like to talk about it him. It was Tebow so, Watch. Tebow Watch. Now, again, we're watching TV, and, and the headline is, was this season a success for LeBron James or not? It's not about you know, Jokic and his season and should he have been the MVP and are they going to win it all and is this their season? Is this their opportunity? Do they have to do it now? How are they going to size up against either, you know, the the Heat or the Celtics? You're it's right, still though. about LeBron because people like to talk about LeBron because he's a polarizing guy, whether you love him or hate him. You called him, what, a boring Serbian Frankenstein or something he like that? He called him a Serbian goon. <laughs> yeah, this was weeks ago, okay, yeah. before the playoffs. He's great, but yeah, he's not fun to talk about. Well, and how are the NBA ratings going to be carried? Is it oh. going to be because of Jimmy Buckets? You, yeah. You're talking about how grueling a week of coverage is going to be. How about getting what you wished for here? Uh, there's Laker haters. There's uh, more specifically LeBron yeah. haters that have come out of the woodwork, and they're so happy LeBron is gone, but... They would have watched the finals probably if LeBron was still there. Now, are they really going to watch the Nuggets? Are they going to watch every game of the Nuggets? You know what the public likes? The public likes polarizing characters like LeBron, but the public likes stupid, right? Which means that there might be a bright future for us. (laughs) So, again, the the story of 
Jimmy Butler being Michael Jordan's son is going to become more of a viral fun story. Like, yeah. it's really his son. Look, at he plays with the heart of a, of a yeah. Jordan. You know, it, you're right. Be, Ramos nailed it, too. Jimmy Butler will be – the, the Nuggets could win the NBA Finals, but the narrative could end up being, man, Jimmy Butler got close. What heart he has. Jimmy Butler might be the story the public seems to like. No, it's not, no, it's not interesting. Better. The Nuggets aren't interesting. Even like, I'll be honest, it sounds so corny to say, but even their uniforms are bland. Like those mile high blue with just the red line. Everything about the Nuggets is bland to me. Unless, of course, you root for that team. We I, understand. I unless unless I mean, you're a Nuggets fan, listen, we're stoked at, for you. But the Denver we're fan about base. What, we're talking about the storyline that the public's going to create. And right now, it's not the Nuggets, it's still LeBron. What the, Michael Malone should have said was we're not the team, we're not the flashy team. We're not the team that people really follow, but you know what? We go out there and win, and that's all I'm worried about is that we go out there and win. Instead, he fell into the narrative. You're right. You're he right, fell Ramos. for the narrative and went, no. wait, that look at us. Spirit. We're the team you should be rooting yeah. for. Like, yes. You know, you know he made we, that mistake, we I need think. To even make up a feel-good story. Be like, it all started at a Serbian orphanage <laughs> where Jokic, he was a, a man of a baby of size. But uh, yeah, like make up a story. Like, pushing it. I'm starting to see a lot of that on social media. It's an old viral clip of Jokic when he was a kid. He's talking about how his focus wasn't really even to be a professional NBA player. He just liked playing basketball, but he had all this talent. The, so they are trying to the figure one nuggets, out what the public wants to see. The one nugget narrative. And again, you could play with people's emotions. That's a that's a one that's one way you could maybe slightly control the narrative. I mean, because just watch American Idol. I yeah, that's you watch know, I don't, the voice. I don't watch those shows for the performing. Sometimes I just like the backstories. Like, oh, look, look who won American Idol this season. Season twenty one, by the way. The, it was the, that big Hawaiian dude who uh, sang that song Monsters. E-M, yeah, Ian e. Tongi. About Tongi. his dad. Yeah, I think everybody saw that because they Joe were, Rogan cried on his podcast watching it. Not that he wasn't talented. Kid's super talented, but it was the story that really pulled you in where everybody sort of was rooting for that kid. So the point we're all making is that the public controls the narrative. You can't just say the public and LeBron, the public not Michael Maloney. <laughs> no, and you know, to sort of put a little bow on this, if you want the Nuggets to have a, a happy, fun narrative or storyline, I sort of like the Jamal Murray one. I, I wish they would push that more. How when he got hurt a couple years ago, you guys saw this, right? Where he was in tears and he went to Mike Maloney and he said, "I'm damaged goods. Are you guys going to release me and get rid of me?" And he goes, "No, you're ours." And after two years of hard work and rehab, he's slaying it in the playoffs. That's a nice story. He thought they were going to dump him because he got hurt. It's a nice story. And he said, no, you're you're ours. We're keeping you. Well, the narrative right now is if and when the Heat seal this up, can the heart of a Jimmy Butler, the fire, the passion of a Jimmy Butler and the Heat take on the masterful skill and teamwork of the Nuggets. Dude, it's the almost third, like hard versus dude, like a really great team. The third quarter last night was, Danny G, it was like clockwork. You must have been waiting for it because we. you said that no matter what, a team could get ahead, but the Nuggets just score at a in a way that's like, no, there's a lot of people saying that the Lakers played really well. Yeah. Like they didn't play that bad. They actually played really good. There was a few people that didn't step up, but 
LeBron played great. The team played great. It's just the Nuggets were that good. We called it. We talked about how they come at you in waves and yeah. they do not stop. You could have a 15-point lead. It's like having a three- to six-point lead against any other team. Yeah. 15 to the, the Nuggets is nothing because of how good they shoot from the outside. And when they want to, they can lock down their defense. They're so good, but they're like even more boring than some of those Spurs teams that won. And I'm, my wife's from San Antonio, New Braunfels. So, but the, those Spurs teams, what was the big knock? Why people don't give enough credit? Because they were sort of, you know, Tim Duncan was a star. Sometimes that's the case, Rich. I mean, Floyd Mayweather, one of the greats, wasn't, wasn't one of the most fun to watch. But you he was flat, I mean? yeah, he had a supplement with the Flash. But I know you want to talk about that guy. Don't oh. be that guy. And here's something I realized, again, as I pay closer to attention to all the shows we're better than. I'm sorry. Did I say that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Your ego's not your amigo. Sorry. but Not sure what happened there. I'll say it until other people say it for us. How about that? Do you think you're 90% better or 95%? I'd say 95. Yeah, I'm yeah. like LeBron. I'm going to 95. I'm 95% better than yeah. most. Wow. You know, because there's a lot of great shows here on yeah. Fox Sports Radio. Freedom Rich is a great show. But I've noticed that... You guys there's are a lot right. of guys. All right. There's yeah, a yeah. lot of guys on radio, though. See, look, we're I'd fans. Seventy percent. Yeah, but we're fans, right? <laughs> we're fans. There's other people that claim to be experts. You guys should uh, retire for a year and then come back strong. I've realized <laughs> that there are certain people that double down after the fact, and it's like I'm not that impressed by it. Once you pick up on it, so have this conscious radar and, and perception to realize. When people are doing it, because I see it all the time. Now that I broke the glass, I see it all the time. Yeah. And it's the I told you so, I called it guy. And it's like, well, you're so much louder now that it happened and you were right than yeah. you were initially. You know, it's about like, it. it's like the like, guy. That's not how it works. That's like me saying, I told you, man, I told you. Haney would get the decision and, and we'd say, Loma was robbed. I told you that. It's like, yeah, it's easy to say after the fact. Yeah. You know, it's like it's uh, – but those people have selective loud mouths. The I told you so guy. It's It goes along with the guy that you the hate. The I called it guy. It goes along with the guy you hate. And then hate. they're tweeting about it constantly. Like, I told you this. I told you that. It's like, oh, dude, yeah, all right, you greatest. were right. You're the I greatest mean, guy. Why don't you tell me all the times you were wrong? That it's. I was going to say, it goes along with the guy you hate, and that is the guy that only tells you about his winnings or good bets – but doesn't tell you about the losses. Like I'm, the, I'll be the first to tell you guys. Yeah, but it's I blew such it. a, it's such I, uh, a uh, who's the wrestler that patted himself on the back? Barry Horowitz. Yeah, yeah. It's such a Barry Horowitz move. It's like I was right, and then you're just like you pounding your chest about how Boom. right I was, and like that does nothing for me. And I notice it all the time yeah. in this world of sports talk. I'm, uh, I'm very and with fans and at the barbershop. I'm very I see honest. It. I'm very honest about like yo, if I make a good call. I'll jokingly brag about it, but I'm the first to be like, yo, guys, well, I blew it again. I uh, won too many uh, legs in my parlay yesterday. Or, Rich, yo, can you believe I why, bet on the, you know, this why team you and tell they me lost? how right you were about the Nuggets yesterday. Because you did say it. I mean, I said, I, I yesterday I said, as much as I want the Lakers to win for Danny G and, the, and to keep it going, I said, you could tell me all day. LeBron wants it. Now, just don't Clearly, win. I told, you, don't yeah. win I told you so. I told you. And I, I called it. I, don't win, don't I called it. I called it. You thought the Nuggets <laughs> might pull away, whereas it did turn out to be a very exciting ending. Yeah. So were you watching that, Rich? Did I, you watch? I did, wa I did watch the second half because in the All first right. half, I was like, oh, the Lakers are up. Look at that. And I saw, wow, LeBron's having a big LeBron game. LeBron came out on fire, oh, man. too, man. Came out on fire. But again, 
What I've noticed, and now, again, now that I pointed it out, the awareness theory kicks in. You're going to be like, look at this guy, pat himself on the back, tooting his own horn, you know, telling us how right he was the whole time. What would he do? Are there any other types of fans you guys want to throw in this mix of, like, annoying, like, don't be that guy? I called it guy. I want to throw one in, and Danny, Ramos, Dan Byer, Spotty, if you want to add to the list, what guy do you not want to be? Because I hate the... Rubbing it in your face as if you're on the team, like, <laughs> like, yeah, oh like the no, no, no. You know what? It's awkward when you really don't know that person that well, and they're rubbing it in your face. Like, like the Niners lose in the championship game. Yeah, you got smoked. Niners suck. You guys, you guys blow. Uh-huh. All the and I'm like, <laughs> first of all, I'm not on the team. Like, slow down. Like people that are quick to it, rub it in your face. Like they get joy on each other, but it's almost like. When they're doing it to piss you off and you don't know them that well, yeah, that's it's an awkward feeling. It's like, oh, dude, well, I didn't lose the game. I was just rooting for them. I get you. Well, I don't like that guy either. Another annoying fan is the look at the history books fan. Like, Ugh. if the Yankees lose, their go-to will always be, well, 27 rings. I know, uh, nah, you say that about me, but I hate people like that too. I guess it's like, well, no, you, you lost now. Like, if the Yankees lose in the playoffs – if someone wants to bust the chops of a Yankees fan, there are Yankees fans that'll be like, yeah, who cares? And they go to 27 rings as if they were alive when Babe Ruth was hitting home runs. <laughs> okay. So add to the list. Oh, I got one it more. It doesn't have to be a, a specific type of fan necessarily. Maybe it's the type of guy you're watching the game with. Like, I'll, I'll just give you another example, Rich, before you give us yours. You know, we've talked about this before. The double dipper when you're watching the game. Oh, the guy you're like talking about snacks now. Yeah, you're snacks. not reopening this no, conversation you know, up. Yeah, well, because you're sitting there watching the game, right? You got some chips and nachos. There's some chips and dips. And someone double dips. Nah, I don't really care about the double dip. You you're, don't care nah, about the double dip? I'm not a you're germ- a I'm not a, I'm not a germaphobe. I'm not a germaphobe. Well, I've seen people stick the whole chip in their mouth. You've seen where uh-huh. I put my you've seen you've seen where I put my mouth in my life? Yeah, but you're an exception. I see you're gross. Hold on. I've I don't want to be sharing with that guy. Steve Cavino, take a tortilla chip. Yeah. Dip it in guacamole to scoop it out. Yeah. Lick the guacamole off the chip and then re-dip the licked chip Shut back up. But I rotated into the, the guacamole. Chip. No, I rotate the chip. Because he doesn't want it's got three the points. carbs. Yeah. This got- is when he was like no carb Cavino on his keto, keto diet. Cavino. He lick, oh, he lick Hold on. Dippings. Like you, you were know, you we're taking like, toppings off of pizzas too? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. He rotated like, the chip. We're Come like on. family here. You know, <laughs> this on. is this is Fox Sports Radio. This is family. I'm talking about Rich has mixed company. I'm like, I barely know that guy. Rich is like, this is my softball buddy. And I'm like, hey, Hank, how's it going? And this guy's double dipping in the salsa. I don't like that. Um, I don't need that guy around. What about... Don't be that guy. What about this guy? Don't be... Don't be talking a lot during a crucial moment, guy. Oh, that's mm-hmm. the weakest. That's a good one. I'm, I'm giving you some for that. Yeah. Hey, that's like when a, a classic song, one of the best songs. Give, give me one of your favorite songs of all time. Ooh, one of my favorite songs? Uh, I'm corny, Danny G, so Mr. Jones, Counting Crows. Okay. <laughs> And the breakdown of that song comes on, and the girl you're dating at the time starts talking. Don't talk during a classic song. So uh, annoying. I got oh, yeah. I got an annoying fan for you guys. All right, don't be that guy. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Don't be this guy where you love to hate the other person's team more than you actually like your own team. Oh, so many Clippers fans are guilty of that out here in L.A. I, I feel like... Monsi Bolaños. I feel like, you know, Monsi... Ben who, Maller. 
Ben, ben Maller, Maller. Ben Maller and Monsi, two people that I've grown to really enjoy their company around oh, yeah, here at Fox. Great, I, anytime great. I've met Ben, he's been great. And Monsi, yeah, he's awesome. If we don't got Dan Byer, I love I love Monsi. Monsi and Dan, Monsi and Ben and Maller, Brian Fenley as well. You know, I feel like there are times where I'm like, I think they hate the Lakers more than they like the Clippers. <laughs> yes, yes. Right? I get that vibe, too. It's yeah. like, do you like the Clippers or do you just hate the Lakers? I well, get my, that vibe. My theory has always been that Clipper fans aren't – there are no Clipper fans. They're just fans that don't like the Lakers. Yep, yep. That's how I was – I'm like, starting to like, It's like an anti-Laker club. There's a guy on my Facebook page. He is a program director in the Palm Springs area, and he's a big Warriors fan. He has spent more time blabbing about the Lakers than he has all season saying anything about his Warriors. And last night he was dancing in the streets, celebrating. And I commented, I said, dude, I feel like you're a closet Lakers fan. You you spend more time talking about my team than you do uh, your yeah, own. It's that thin line, because there's the thin line between love and hate. Danny, what happens when, when you see a guy talking about a girl way too much, like like in a negative way? It's because he's not over her. Where, like, he secretly likes her. It's like the old, like, when a, when a boy tugs on a girl's pigtails because he has yeah. a crush on her. I think there's a lot of people that, like, there's a thin line between love and hate. And, man, sports is no exception. So, again, how did this come to be today? More than usual, I've noticed so many people doubling down on things that already happened. You know, I told you the Nuggets. I called it. Nuggets, we're going to sweep them. I told you. I told you. I called it. Guy I is crazy. called it. And it's like... Rubbing oh, your, I saw Danny. Danny G posted on Twitter last night. But it's so, like, so. Hold on, it's so ridiculous to double down after the fact, man. It's like, yeah, all right. They want. Meanwhile, I didn't hear all that chirping ahead of time. Hold on, I Danny. Did. Uh, Danny Gradio. Oh, here we go. Danny wrote like honestly the most respectful tweet. He's like, "That was a fun game. Congrats <laughs> to the real deal Nuggets fans out there." And a number one uh, middle finger to all the Laker haters, all the people that were saying Lakers aren't even making the play-in game. And, you know, he writes this nice message with a little Kareem Abdul-Jabbar little gif. Immediately, people with, like, broom emojis <laughs> and, like, yeah, you suck Danny brooms and sweeps. And all. I'm like, really? You're going to chime in right away with that. There were some funny ones last night, though. The Bleacher Report put out one I saw where – LeBron is there on the floor, like oh, yeah, and they good. hand him the broom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some of that so stuff good. is funny, and you yeah, know that it's, it's fun. you know that it's coming. But earlier in the series, I had tweeted about both the Nuggets and the Lakers, so you feel like give the the Nuggets fans a little bit of respect. Hey, congratulations! I know we do have some Nuggets fans, like the Morales family, that hits me up a lot. They have been lifelong Nuggets fans, of course. so I'm happy for them. But the ones that are just trolls that come out, I feel like they're yeah. doing that dance. Don't the, be that guy. They're dancing. They're like, yeah. That's funny. That's so and annoying. Their, their finger was over the send button, just waiting for LeBron's last drive. I noticed this at like the barber shop or amongst friends a lot, and it's the guy that doesn't credit the source. When it comes to sports, a lot of people will take an opinion of of something they heard on the radio, and that's fine. And even we do that. But I make it such a point to credit that person. And if I heard it and I agree and I forgot, I'm like, man, I heard that somewhere. Damn, I'm sorry. But, yeah, I liked when this person said that, and I agree. I notice a lot of times in, in the barbershop or just amongst friends, they're just regurgitating something that Colin said, and they don't give him credit. Like, they'll say something blatant like, yeah, he has quarterback face. You know what quarterback face is? And I'm like, are you going to 
at least credit Colin Cowherd or something? Because, yeah, I heard him talking about it. You know, yeah. So at least credit the source. Don't be the guy that just steals the story or steals the narrative. Credit the source. Don't be that guy. I don't like that guy. Yeah. I mean, I could go on and on, so let's move on. I could tell you all the people I hate. Um, but, <laughs> I, you know, we were talking about gambling and the people that only brag about their victories. Yeah, no, uh, let, the, let me, I, I told you so. I called it. Uh, I call the guy who never talks about his losses or bad predictions. He only talks about his good predictions. Here's my parlay for tonight. You tell me what you think. Okay, seventy-five bucks wins five hundred. So you got the Yankees money line with Garrett Cole pitching. You got you Darvish pitching for the Padres against the Nationals. You got the Mets against the Cubbies, and you got the Braves. With Strider on the mound versus the Dodgers. So I know the Dodgers won last night, so I, I can't see the Dodgers winning back to back against the Braves with the Braves got a good pitcher on the mound tonight. So um, Braves, Cubs, uh, I'm sorry, Braves, Mets, Padres, Yankees. Root for that. And you get lunch tomorrow. Braves, <laughs> Mets. If that if that Padres, hits, if that hits, I'll bring uh, I'll bring food this week. Yankees. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Right now, it's time for something we do every Tuesday. Mike Tyson was a maniac. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Put an ear to this if you're a boxing brainiac. Iron Mike Trivia. You can't touch me. You're not man enough. It is a Tuesday, a Tyson Tuesday here. CNR on FSR. Welcome in as Mike is being brought in by security. Hi, Mike. I I, I went the wrong way because I was still thinking with the old studio. I forgot it was the new one. The new studio. Hey, guys. Hey, Ramos. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. The first thing we got to ask you about that Haney fight. Oh, man, that was just a robbery. I was like me back in my teen days, the straight-up robbery. Remember when I was robbing people, man? I was, <laughs> I was just a different man. I was just a little boy, but I was doing it was a straight-up robbery. All right, we're going to meet the contestants for a Tyson Tuesday here. Ten-time winner sitting to your left, Rich Davis. Hey, Mike. Wow. Thanks for, the, uh, thanks for the thanks uh, for the the little bite you gave me. Anytime. Good to see you. You're looking very handsome today. That would sound Thank really you. weird to someone that doesn't know what you're talking about. I know. And five-time champ over to my right, Dan Byer. Hey, Dan. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Dan. How's it going, Dan? Looking, looking for his second W, Spotty Boy. It's going to be the week. It's going to be the week. It. And, uh, Spotty, you look like you're glowing today. Thank you. Getting some extra sun or something? I'm using a face cream. <laughs> Trying to win a CNR Nerf football on our studio lines. All right, Dan, Byer, I'm going to use you for this. One, two, three, four, five, or six. Uh, numero uno today. Oh, oh, yes. That is Jimmy in Kansas. Jimmy. Hey. What up, Jimmy? Uh, you're in Kansas. What part? Uh, Southeast Kansas, Independence. Okay, what do you do there? Uh, I work for the post office. Uh-oh. Oh. What does that mean? Don't no. mail it in today, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh. Nice. Oh. That was a good one. Was know, you know what? Sorry. It took me a second. Wait, hold on. I got it. Mike, do you mind? Can, you, can I get 10 seconds, Mike? Please. Ramos told me a story in the hallway. Ramos, do you mind? Ramos, oh, go for Ramos it. today said he was pulling out of his driveway to get to work, and the mail carrier in his neighborhood starts slamming on the back of his car like, oh! insinuating Ramos almost hit him and ran him over. <laughs> and then Ramos went back to check like his ring doorbell and Ramos said, not even close. The mail carrier like totally exaggerated it. Like really dramatic. <laughs> I might hit you if you keep interrupting oh. my show. <laughs> keep interrupting my Sorry, sorry Mike. Right. Yeah, I can be here longer than I need to be. I got things to do with this guy telling stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one of Mike's companies just went public. Come on. All right, rules for Iron Mike trivia. The first contestant with two correct answers is the champ. I'm the champ. No, they'll be the champ. I'm always the champ. If there's a tie, then we have a couple of tiebreaker questions. Your name is your buzzer, but you do have to wait until all three possible answers are read. If there's two wrong answers in a row, we move on to the next question. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's get it on. Yep. Round one. In 1988... I drank too much at a birthday party for Richard Dent, and I was mad dogging a certain celebrity all night. Was it A, Isaiah Thomas, B, Brad Pitt, or C, Michael Jordan? Jimmy. Ooh, Ooh, that was close. Jimmy, I think Jimmy gets there. I'm going Jimmy. Talk goes to the caller. A? A. No, not not Isaiah. 
Rich for the steal. Michael Jordan. Yes. I was mad dogging the whole night. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I. But back in the '80s, it was very competitive. It was, it was me. It was Mike Tyson. It was Michael Jordan. Mike. It was Michael Jackson. It was all about Michael. Well, and, and Michael Jordan dated your ex, Robin Givens. So I, I wasn't liking that. Not only that, and I, I thought Richard Dent. I thought Chicago. Yeah, that's I thought, exactly what I thought. I, thought, uh, Jordan, I also yeah. thought you cheated in jumping in. That's a whole different <laughs> story, Rich. I mean, it's nothing new with this game. Wouldn't be the first time. All right, Rich is on the board. Let's go to round two. Round two. When Tupac visited me while I was in prison, the guards became upset. He drew their attention by A, jumping up on the table, B, loudly reading a poem, or C, playing a small boombox. Why did Tupac upset the guards at my prison? Ooh. Jimmy. Jimmy. B. No. Spot. Spot. For C, the boombox. No. No, the, the answer, I can give the answer, right, Danny? Yes. Uh, he was jumping up and down on the table. I used to love Tupac. Tupac's very wonderful <laughs> man. But there, was, there was two sides to Tupac. A lot of table? people don't know. He's a very sensitive, gentle man. But then when he played Bishop and Juice, he became like a... There was two sides to Tupac. Thanks, like you, there, Mike. Yeah, there, was, yeah there, was, there was two Tupacs, kind of like me. Like Sometimes I'm very subdued, and sometimes I'm, I'm not so subdued. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> All right, let's go to round three. Round three, I once famously said this about my extraordinary accomplishments as a fighter. A, God gave me a gift card and I cashed it in as the world's greatest boxer. B, I'm the biggest fighter in history. Don't believe me? Check the cash register. Or C, thunder rages through my fist and lightning crashes when every opponent hits the canvas. Dan, buyer. I'm going to say B. Yes. All right. Dan, buyer on the board. All right, let's go to round four. Round four. Not too many people get to round four with Mike Tyson. I was arrested how many times by the time I turned 13? A, 22 times. B, eight times. Or C, 38 times. Dan. Jimmy. Buyer for the win. I'm going to go A. No. Ah. Jimmy. Jimmy for the steal. B. No. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I told you I was a very bad man. 30-something 30 30, times, I was, I was arrested 38 times, but I was a different man back then. I was this little boy. Like That's I said, robbery. I'm looking at Dan Byer. That's a lot, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I, pulled more, I pulled more robberies. Three times a year. More robberies than the judges in Vegas this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> now, right. we're going to round five. Yeah, we All have right, Rich Byer on the board. Let's see if someone can pull it out. All right, with there number were times, believe it or not, there were times in my career where before fights, I had cocaine and marijuana in my system, but I avoided disqualifications. My team carried something called A, the P for me, B, the withinator, or C, the wither. Dan. Buyer. Hey. Uh, okay. I, I think I heard if, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, I heard Jimmy too. Hey. I'm going to say C. Yes, Dan Byer with a double. All right. Whoa. It, it's very interesting because it was the Wither, but I, I recently called it the Withernator on social media, yeah. but it was the Wither, so yeah, you, you're they, absolutely wow. right. Yeah, you, 
Your nickname for it back when you used it was the wizard. Was the wizard. Like, see, it's the correct answer. Thank you, guys. And by the way, I just want to say that that Lomachenko absolutely got robbed. Look, I know know the fight game. He's a wonderful man. Haney, the wonderful competitor. If he takes on Shakur Stevenson, Shakur Stevenson wins. But uh, I think it was a loss for boxing. But always a win to be here, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Congratulations, Dan. Bye, Ramos. Yeah, bye, Mike. Bye, guys. (laughs) I'm a big fan of Jimmy, too. I love the energy Jimmy brought to that. Yeah, Jimmy, you're the man. Are you going to send your uh, Nerf football to Kansas? Yes. Yes, it's oh, done. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I'm going to send it USPS. Nice. <laughs> just, uh, just watch when you're backing out of your driveway. And by the way, Dan Beyer, the question you went on went viral this week because Mike Tyson was talking about how he used to do that before fights with the fake. Yes. The fake. How do you, how do you junk, say it? The fake The junk. fake uh, penis. Well, that's the word. And, yes. and Ontario's. <laughs> How do you say it? Remember, that's the word. Do you remember Ontario Smith of the Vikings? Yes. He had the Wizenator. He did. So I knew it wasn't Wizenator because yeah. that was his. I forgot the uh, the medical proper term for it, Rich. So there you have it. So that was a viral story this week in the world of Mike Tyson. Thank you, Iron Mike. Always All a right. pleasure to see Iron All Mike. Right. Um, you know, we do want to get to. There's a story I want to get to next, and it has to do with. Only fans. And it's- I subscribe to the Mexican version. Los Lonely fans? Oh, yeah? Yeah, Los Lonely <laughs> You even do fans. one of those? Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that, but I want to say what's up to uh, our pal Rob, who's listening down in San Antonio. Hi, Rob. Uh, Rob said he gave me a trivia question, and he goes, what do, because I was talking about Brett Beatty on the Mets, he goes, what do Brett Beatty and Baker Mayfield have in common? And they went to the same high school, Lake Travis in Austin. Then he said, Kershaw and Matthew Stafford went to Dallas Highland Park. Drew Brees, Nick Foles, and Justin Tucker all went to Austin-Westlake. And I'm thinking of all these athletes that came out of these schools in that Texas-Austin area. It's like me me and Ray Liotta went to the same high school. Just different years. Have n- no thing. one from my same high thing. school has gone pro in any sport. What is it? Who is the most famous person from your high school? Steve Cavino. That's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, no, there's some great Ramos, people is out of there, my is it Ramos, is there anyone that went to your high school that played in the bigs in any of the majors? Uh, Greg Zahn played for the Toronto Blue Jays. And, jeez, uh, I can't remember. Mark, Mark Loretta. Played oh, for yeah, the I remember Brewers, Mark Loretta, yeah. yeah. You hear that too about actors, too. Like, oh, so, you, know, you know them off the top of your head. Like, was it like uh, Judd Apatow and Sandler were roommates? Like, people that are... Big time. We just happened to be in the same place. And um, Adam Levine and Jonah Hill, I believe, were Childhood high friends, school yeah. uh, high school mates. And it's like, you mean Jonah Hill and Maroon 5's lead singer were in the same graduating class? No one graduated with me or you or any of you, apparently. So it's pretty wild when you hear Brett Beatty. Oh, yeah, Brett Beatty and uh, Baker Mayfield went to the same high school. And say, so did uh, Matthew Stafford. And it, it's wild to think that there's clusters of superstars. Dan Byer, anyone at your high school? No, no. Sam Mills, pretty small went to town. Dude, I'm my on my high school. I, th- my high school. I'm on their Wikipedia. That's how bad my high school. Is. Really? I, I'm I've, one of the notable alumni. That's how they need it. They need someone. I've at, uh, wanted to be a notable people, no, notable people from my hometown, but can't crack it. Yeah, who, what, even worse, your... I did make the list and then they took me off. Oh, so, uh, yeah, no, I'm serious. Really? So I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Well, you went, you, uh, Union, New Jersey. That's Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta, Robert Wool, Joe Collins was a Yankee. Artie Lang. Artie Lang is from Union, New Jersey. Um, like I said, Sam Mills uh, played football in Union. 
a lot of great football players. It was a big football town, still is. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I know it's just uh, just interesting because uh, I know every time I go down to Texas, all my friends and family down there are like, yeah, everything's bigger and better in Texas. But for real though, when it comes to athletes, every high school is like, well, I know out here uh, in Sherman Oaks where I used to live, everyone would always say, oh, John Carlos Stanton uh, went to what Notre Dame High School. Right yeah, over there. there's a lot of I know California. And a lot by of the way, players. you know, I'm here nationwide on Fox Sports Radio doing my thing. No one gives me an ounce of credit in my hometown. They don't care. Everyone talks about Artie Lang. What, you want a sandwich in there no, with the I'm local just, di- the local diner? I'm just saying, no one don't think that anyone cares about me. I was joking. The minute they find out I'm on the radio, oh, you know Artie Lang? Of course I know Artie Lang. Of course. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Austin Reeves look in. Four seconds left. Two buckets. Two points ties it up. LeBron in the paint. Layup. No good. Got his own board. There's the horn. And the Denver Nuggets, for the first time in franchise history, will go to the NBA Finals. Wow. That's a call right there. That's a call. Courtesy of Nuggets Radio Network, the final call. Trying to make Michael Malone happy. Nuggets. Nuggets. Again, Nuggets 113, 111. They move on. But we don't get to see it until June 1st. What? Nine days. <laughs> it's the progressive play of the day. Now, just to make Michael Malone a little more mad, yeah. uh, LeBron James has something to say. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And, um, just for me personally, going going forward with the game of basketball, got a lot to think about. Yeah, you know, but we won. I appreciated <laughs> LeBron's honesty. I mean, what else could he say, right? We all saw what happened. But he also gave a lot of praise to Jokic, saying, like, he's just unbelievable, knew how great he was, just had a laugh at how he threw up those shots and they would sink in, they'd fall in. And then he said that these nuggets, <laughs> these nuggets – 
No, these, these sour sauce these nuggets are making me thirsty. He said that these nuggets, they're the best team that he and AD had ever faced together. So high compliments mm, yeah. coming from LeBron James. You know, um, I think LeBron's ability to continue to play at a high level, no one doubts that. I think it's a matter of when you're at LeBron James's stage and age, do you want to play if you're not competing for a title? I know he wants to play with his kid. That's like the one underlying thing, right? He wants to wait for Bronny. But LeBron James, to continue playing, LeBron James doesn't want to play and be a, a playoff guy that gets eliminated early on or mid mid playoffs. If he knows or feels that the Lakers, like Danny G said, could add a big man or a couple pieces here or there where they could compete, then LeBron plays regardless. Who cares regardless where LeBron plays? It's about who the Nuggets are going to play. I'm sorry, what? See, there you go. Sticking. Oh, that's right. The season's not over. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. Well, there's a story I wanted to get to, and I'm going to tie it into sports, believe it or not. I think there's certain rules you don't break, and I will tie this into the number one sports rule when it comes to friends and family. Okay. But there's a story about some girl that's on OnlyFans. And, there's and a if lot you don't know what OnlyFans is, it's where, let's be honest, mostly younger women are getting naked and people pay to see this. Not always naked, though. Just yeah, to provocative, be you know. Right. But you mostly. Know, I mean, you would say not stuff. mostly? I don't know. Mostly, but that's what it's known for. Yeah. Right, that's so, what I mean, for. don't make it seem like not mostly. Mostly. I mean, I don't know the stats, dude. I don't subscribe. I don't know. But I or know that I, is, but that's I mean, what like, it's known for. All right. So. Known for people charging like monthly rates for like, yeah, their little nudie pages and stuff. I mean, maybe people on there telling jokes and stuff. I don't know. You, are you paying for someone's jokes? I'm not paying for anyone. Why would I pay for anyone to even see naked when it's free all over the place? They make it sound like OnlyFans is a joke site. I'm just saying it's a platform <laughs> not just for nudity. I don't but know. But that's other. what it's known paying for. For jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Two dollars a month. Kavino's brain busters. Kavino's uh, real knee slappers. Um, so this girl who's doing an OnlyFans, and these women are making millions of dollars millions. a year, which is wild. Some of them are, it's true. Millions and millions of dollars. Makes you rethink your life, right? Amen. The girl finds out her stepdad is one of the people subscribing one to her One of the top page. subscribers. One of yeah. the top donators and subscribers. Say what now? Is her stepdad. Her mom's... Videos. New husband is checking out her nudie page. So when when she realizes this, she puts him on the spot and she's like, "Listen, either you're gonna tell my mom, or I'm gonna tell. Her. I'm gonna tell her." And he starts to panic and he freaks out and he explains to her that, "Oh, he was just trying to. I'm just trying to donate to your well being." Oh, Meanwhile, he, he's been saying all sorts of creepy things oh, and had all these creepy requests creeps, along the way. Creepy. And it turns out that they ended up getting divorced. You know, the the mom and the stepdad as a result, obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, he crossed every possible line. It's his wife's daughter on OnlyFans. Not well, every possible line. Here, here's the, uh, that is true spot. So <laughs> yeah, here, but he, he probably would have if he could have. Here's the jump gross, off question gross. for you. The jump off question. If one of your buddies who's single says to you, I'm dating this girl. If a buddy of yours is dating a girl. And the chances nowadays are pretty high of this happening. And he's like, oh, I'm dating this girl. And turns out on the side she does OnlyFans. Is it against some type of friendship moral code to check out your buddy, your buddy's girl? 
I don't, you know, I'd have to say, I'd have to, it's so weird because she's welcoming everybody else, right? Yeah. So, and, and it's like, but it is, I think it is wrong. Right, that's what's interesting right, about the world we live in today let is me give we you have one. to figure out the rules as we uh, go. Let me give you a young dude working here that's like a cool, handsome young dude, like Shay in the editing room. Let's say Shay is like, yo, I'm dating this new girl. He's like, oh, this is her, the, the Stephanie. And it's like, oh, she got an OnlyFans page. I see Shay all the time. I consider him one of my buddies here at Fox Sports. Would it be against code to I be like, oh, let me see what's going on? There's all sorts of new rules yeah. and new bro codes, and I think, yes, that's against the code. How about this one? Like, what if one of your buddies' exes, too? What if it's an ex? Has oh. like an only. Oh, that's fair page. game. That's fair that's game. Fair that game. fair game. Fair game. You can and see. That's so weird. Yeah, but it's so weird because what if she knows that's you too? Let it be known though. This? I've never paid for any of this. I don't think a lot of people have, but th- there are millions that do. What if your buddy has the OnlyFans? Do you check that out? Well, that would just be strange. Yeah, but even more of a possibility, too. Well, I'm just saying it's a changing world we live in. And I'll give you the sports analogy because I said I, f- I will find a way to tie anything into sports. There's codes in friendships and families. If, Cavino, my son makes it to the big leagues. Yes. Let's say, let's say little Ben ends up pitching for the Chicago Cubbies. And the Cubbies are playing the Yankees. If you don't root for my kid against your team and your loyalty is more with your stupid alliance than my kid, our friendship's over. Yeah. No, I actually agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I want to disagree with you, but I can't disagree with like, you. Know, like what if, if he I, plays the Mets? Um, who cares about the Mets? You got to root for you your son. You do. You root for your kid. It's like, I, you ever see those people that their son gets drafted in the, in the NFL? And the fan was like, yeah, but we're still Steelers fans. What? Yeah, I'm not changing my alliance, but I'm rooting for your son. Nah, I'm, I'm, you I'm an alliance changer. You can get a split jersey like uh, Donna Kelsey. Well, so, two kids are studs. What are the rules? Yeah, it's a good I don't thought. think you break the code. I don't think you do it, even though it's so easy to see your buddy's girl naked nowadays. All right, well, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Not naked. Uh, until <laughs> then, arrivederci, baby. See yourself. you in the promised land. Goodbye, Fox Sports Radio. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 